From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to the big event, and welcome back, Heather Knight. Hey, it's good to be back. I feel like I live here these days. Yeah. In the basement. In the basement. It's fun here. Uh, Basking in the glow of Tourist Trap Day, our first official Total SF event, where we spent a day kind of going to as many tourist traps as we could, interacting with readers, urging readers to do the same. It was awesome. We met so many nice people. I think this was a good idea. It was so fun. I just couldn't um, help but thinking all day, this is a work day? We're getting paid for this? And we get to expense bungee jumping? Yeah, it was a lot of that. I felt a lot of guilt as I was going (laughs) along. I worked extra hard the rest of the week, I swear. Um, Highlight and low light for you. I didn't really have a low light except for how hard it was to find a parking spot in Chinatown. But my highlight was definitely the Buena Vista Cafe at the end of the day, meeting the owner and the servers who were so nice and welcoming and seeing a lot of Chronicle readers stop by to say hi. And my first ever Irish coffee at the Buena Vista was delicious. These Total SF events are fun because we do all these crazy things. At the end of the day, we schedule something that involves drinking (laughs) in a cool place. So. Um, yeah, that's very good. My highlight was Musée Mécanique. I'll never get tired of saying that. <laughs> um, we cruised up there. I hadn't been there in a long time. That place is so cool. I should go there more. My low light, uh, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I Heather, know what your low light was. What's my low light? We were sitting uh, outside Bodine eating a sourdough bread bowl for lunch, and you got pooped on by a seagull, stormed away from the table, and I didn't know if you would ever come back. Yeah, it was awful. We will speak of it no more. I'll speak of it some more. Yeah, it's going to be something you mentioned for a long time, I'm sure. So we're jumping into the next one, Halloween Costume Contest. Heather, how's this going to work? So there's two elements. The first is a children's costume contest. We want any families in the Bay Area who are doing a family or children's costume related to San Francisco icons or anything related to the city to let us know. And you're welcome to join us at the Chronicle on the morning of October 27th. There will be professional photos in it for you as well as a prize for the most San Francisco costume. And we're excited about it. My son, six months later, is still going to be the 82X Levi Plaza Express inbound <laughs> to Sansom and Filbert. Very specific costuming. <laughs> he asked if Target sells it, and sadly they do not. <laughs> so that's going to be super fun. And then we're going to create a build team in the Chronicle. Tony Bravo, style reporter Tony Bravo, and education reporter Jill Tucker, who has this costume-making tradition in her family. They're joining our build team, and we're going to make a costume. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like Project Runway, but instead of a beautiful evening gown, it will be some big San Francisco icon. So that's the bulk of this episode. We're going to narrow down ideas we've been getting from readers, and then we're going to let readers vote on one of three or four ideas we come up with today. That begins now in this podcast. We're your concierge for culture in the Bay Area. I'm Peter Hartlob, and this is The Big Event. Welcome back to the big event. We've got four today. Tony, Heather, and Jill, welcome back. Yay. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for having us. Four mic podcast. Um, we can do Bohemian Rhapsody. We won't, but we have that option. Uh, I'm very excited. We're we're starting a big endeavor and um, Halloween costumes. We're going to make a Halloween costume. You guys don't sound as excited as I This is a dream of mine, Peter. Is this the real life or is this just fantasy? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I remember the first time, so there's a little trepidation. Yeah, so we'll get to that. Jill, we're going to talk about 2013, yep. but Heather, we've got, this is our kind of second venture in our new Total SF project, Halloween Costume Contest. Yes, so you're going to be talking about the building of an adult-sized costume, San Francisco-related, but there's also a kid's element. We are seeking families whose children are going to be dressing up as some sort of San Francisco icon. Will two brothers go as the Golden Gate Bridge, one tower each? Will I I think a little kid learning how to walk should be the Millennium Tower because they keep falling over. Um, But anybody who wants to participate should let us know, and we're going to have a Halloween party at the Chronicle on the morning of October 27th. Yeah, and um, you know, think outside the box, especially if you have like a one or two year old, they won't remember. <laughs> you can totally embarrass them. <laughs> yeah, dress them up as like the Doc's Clock sign or, you know, something else. We're going to talk about our sequel to the 2013 Night of the Living Deadline. Jill was on the build team there. First, I want to talk though about our Halloween costumes, our Halloween memories. Just get things going. I wanted to just go to each of you and get a best and worst. Halloween costume of your life. So Tony, we're going to start with you. Best costume, go. Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight. Age five, Return of the Jedi. I specifically needed to be Luke Skywalker in his Jedi Knight form because A, he got to wear a cape. B, he was by far the most powerful incarnation of Luke Skywalker that we had seen until that point. I did not mess around with any of the New Hope or Empire Strikes Back nonsense. Nice. That's a good one. Nonsense. <laughs> a lot of a lot of guys I think would pick Han Solo. You went right to Luke. I was always a Luke. I was more of a I felt like a Luke, but I knew that I would probably eventually date a Han Solo type. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good best. Heather, best costume. I'm most proud of when my older son was three, so that was five years ago, and I had the idea to make him a muni ticket. Back when everybody used the paper transfers, he um, wore all white, and then I decorated the whole thing with orange masking tape and black um, marker to make it look like a real ticket dated October 31st. And I actually took him on a muni bus and asked the muni driver if we got to ride for free because I had this human ticket and you know Muni Drivers. He just looked at me like I was out of his, out yeah. of my mind and like, why are you talking to me? Where is that? I'm in a union. I don't have a sense of humor. And so we just got on the bus and um, all the people on the bus got the joke and they were like, yay. Well, that's harsh from the total Muni lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Jill, best costume. So uh, as Peter knows, we are a huge, huge Halloween family and we love Halloween and we go all out on our costumes and my personal favorite for myself is the year we went to an adventure-themed party, and we went as sort of the Indiana Jones family, where my son was Indiana Jones, and my husband was Indy's father, and my mom actually went as George Lucas <laughs> with a Hanshot First t-shirt, and, um, and I went as the boulder from... Oh, the, that's the first. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it, and <laughs> I was the best boulder ever. So I was rolling, well, not wow. really rolling, but, you know, running through the party, and, and no one knew what I was, and then as soon as they figured it out, it was... It was, it was joyful. Everybody, it was, ah. it was, it was yeah. glorious. I love a good group costume. Yeah. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. I've seen your photos. They're fantastic, and we're going to share a few of them on Twitter, if it's okay with you. Yeah, so I, you can see me in the boulder costume. 
Excellent. Mine was, it was right after Star Wars. This is not going to sound cool, but um, my mom had gone back to school. My dad was like working at night school. Um, He's a teacher. So he was teaching at College of San Mateo while also teaching in high school. They were super busy and they didn't really get Star Wars. So I said I wanted to be R2-D2. So they just made me a robot. It was like two boxes, black boxes stacked on top of each other and basically like sewing equipment taped on the face. This sounds oh, horrible. It sounds adorable. It sounds wonderful. But I just remember like I was young enough not to be upset that I was an R2-D2. And I'm like, I'm a robot, you know? And they, they like wrapped my arm in aluminum foil. And then my friend went as a Jawa um, and... We went as a robot and a Jawa, and I just remember it as just being really happy. My parents had spent time with me and stuff. Oh, so I'm going to show a, a photo of it, and you're going to be like, what? And I'm, it was just the coolest for me. I was seven. I didn't know. The George Lucas theme with, with this group was very strong. It was very yeah. strong. Yeah. Want to reconsider strong. your answer, Heather? <laughs> <laughs> I've never dressed as anything from Star Wars. Sorry. <laughs> All right, There's so still let's... time. Is anyone doing a Star Wars co- <laughs> Is anyone doing a costume this year? Are you going to come to that later? Uh we will we can segue to that later okay this is a podcast of many segues but first i want to get to worst costume tony worst costume of your life okay i now go with this as my worst costume as somebody that writes a lot about fashion as a style reporter and that knows some of these initial people it's also san francisco themed when i was in the fifth grade I went as what i thought a authentic san francisco hippie looked like but I went wearing one of the most verboten items, according to my friend Jeannie Rose, who was the great uh, fashion designer of the Summer of Love to Jefferson Airplane, among other people. I wore a tie-dyed t-shirt. I didn't know. I was in the fifth grade. Now when I see those pictures, I just cringe knowing that I wasn't as authentic as I would later (laughs) have designed that costume. So I, I hang my head in a little bit of shame. I was, I, you know, I worked on a lot of Summer of Love stuff for the anniversary, and I was really surprised when I was looking through the old photos how kind of square everyone looked. I mean, kind of shaggy hair, but not too much of the stereotypical go to spirit Halloween store and buy the hippie hair. Hmm. So um, she's probably right, but I she think... was there. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Good one. Good one, Heather. Uh, Last year, my whole family was the Wizard of Oz characters, which was a lot of fun. The problem was that I was the Wicked Witch of the West, and I didn't realize until I was like 90% done with my makeup that the little tube of green paint for my face said, this probably won't come off for several days. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Is it true? Well, the whole night when we were out trick-or-treating, I was like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, this is never coming off. I can never go back to work again. But luckily that night it came off, and I was so relieved. Who did you have to interview the next day? I mean, what was this nightmare <laughs> would have been great. I mean, well, I did put a picture of myself on Twitter saying this is how all the politicians at City Hall see me anyway. <laughs> I just, I, so maybe I, it wouldn't have mattered. You could have just gone with green face. I just love it if you had a big interview with, like, Diane Feinstein or Mark <laughs> Benioff or someone who's going to be really serious and I don't know they'd probably both laugh at like that. early November though I feel like people would probably just accept you walking around with a green face <laughs> in this city like oh well, she's just got a green in- face you know it's just another day in this town I was going to say it doesn't even have to be October right it's yeah any day. good one good one uh Jill so I I have a hard time even remembering what costumes I wore when I was a kid, but I think so I'm going to go into adulthood again. And the worst costume, mostly because it just 
sort of gave me the creeps was we went to an evil theme party and I went is Tanya Harding. So this was some years back. <laughs> so I had like skates over my shoulder and my hair in a ponytail. And it just it felt icky. You know, it was it was a good costume, but it just felt icky. Yeah, I'm all for this. But do, did you see I, Tanya and get pangs of guilt now that you know the insider story? No, it just still seems all icky across the board. My my loser was a Rubik's Cube. I'm not going to get into it, but same thing. My parents were super busy. My mom had gone back to school. She was working and going back to school. They were busy. I had to make the Rubik's Cube myself. I didn't have a square box. I had like a box that I think a mini fridge came in. <laughs> and I painted it myself, but I went down to the drugstore and there was only fluorescent paint. So I went to school in like fifth grade and everybody was a Rubik's Cube, but all their like parents and like Adam Savage, big brothers <laughs> helped them. And they had these like perfectly aligned with a caliper Rubik's Cube. And I was like this crappy rectangular rectangular <laughs> fluorescently painted i wanted to die i wanted to hide in my rubik's cube Aww. i was actually i was a very small child so i could just kind of <laughs> turtle in it but um, that's my loser so i think that's probably segue that's probably what caused uh me to want to make costumes for other people and jill 2013 we started a build team the first chronicle night of the living deadline Tell me your memories. So I just remember that you had this idea that we were going to go to the readers and say, we know you're busy. We're going to make a costume for you. And all these people came forward. And this lovely family, this lovely father and son came forward and decided that they wanted to be characters from Monty Python um, and the, the Black Knight and the, who was the other one? King Arthur. King Arthur. Yeah. And... And then it being this crazy, furious scramble of what I remember to be you, me, and a few other people who really didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like going home at night and trying to figure out what would make good chain mail. And we all had like sort of our assignments. And it, it, it I, all I remember is thinking, oh my God, this is an utter <laughs> failure. And then somehow it came together. Oh my gosh, it was a thing of beauty. So they wanted this was a 7-year-old child who had memorized the scene between King Arthur and the Black Knight in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, a scene where the Black Knight gets his arm cut off and it's a flesh wound. <laughs> and the kid wanted to be the Black Knight. So we decided we were going to make a costume for his dad as King Arthur and a costume for the kid as the Black Knight, but he had to lose a limb. So At our least big, one. Our, our yeah. big challenge in this was how are we going to get a limb losing and how is it going to spurt blood? Yeah. And I remember we were trying all these different ways to spurt blood. Mike Adamant. Mike Adamant came up with all these like the little the little squeegee thing that you're the squeezy thing that would spurt. He actually we, did we it. Actually, we had a pump that spurted fake blood and we decided like. This is kid. so wrong. Wow. So wrong. It looked awful. And I'm like, on a seven-year-old, this will be horrifying for whoever opens the door, plus the mess it's going to make. Yeah. So we ended up using red streamers. And, and a, an air pump. And an air yeah. pump to spurt the blood. 
which it was, was awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, I think sort he was okay. Titus with Andronicus, that. I like that. Yeah, he would be. How old is that kid now? If he's he was like seven, twenty-eight. He's... <laughs> <laughs> he's seven. He's like twelve now. Yeah, I'm sure that's a great memory for them. They have the photos and everything. Yeah, so, and the costumes that kid's were going to subscribe one day too. Yeah, yeah, they were good. I'm subscribe. super proud of us. So let's do it again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> new build team. All right. Heather and I are the total SF people. We're the grunts. Jill, you have years and years of costume. No, and no, no, glue no, no. Gun. I have a glue gun. You have a glue gun. Yeah, I was gonna say I am on this team because, and and I was on the team before because I have a glue gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have more than one. A glue gun and enthusiasm is all it takes for some people <laughs> in this town, Jill Tucker. That's me. <laughs> and Tony, you're 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 our project manager. Thank you. You're gonna delegate. You're our Tim Gun. Okay, I'm willing to wait. accept that. <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Some kind of a gay crack, Peter? No. I'm willing to accept it. <laughs> so we're not gonna we're not gonna make a costume for a little kid in it. We we wanna do something San Francisco centric, and I'm afraid if we deal with other people it's gonna be a problem. So we're gonna make this costume for ourselves. It's gonna be a total SF San Francisco centric costume. Heather? Yeah, we opened it up on Twitter last night. People already had a ton of ideas. Millennium Tower is an obvious choice. Yeah. Um, Transamerica Pyramid is an obvious choice. Coit Tower, Salesforce Tower. A lot of towers. Um, things got a little esoteric. And it's it, partially eaten it's it. And I'm oh. thinking complicated build team like it's mm-hmm. it. Maybe we could get some dry ice and have some like freezer. <laughs> oh, you know, if you do an it's it though, you are going to open that big box of what is the acceptable it's it flavor. That's it though. That's the kind of discussion we're going to have. That's what's going to make this well, fun. Well, this is it, why it we're has journalists. To be mint chip, right? Um, mint chip. Yeah. Well, that's we could fight the whole time about what it is and not make it. Um, so it's it could be a problem. Uh, How are we gonna choose though? Readers are gonna choose. We're gonna pick right now like the top four, and then I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter, and the readers are gonna choose, and that's binding. So a couple more: the Villain Court, the Justin Herman Plaza Fountain. Somebody brought up the idea of having. Everybody be dressed as one of the segments. Oh, and then all and then they oh. all come together. together. Yeah, and I then we can like squirt out the weird aqua green water they have in there. Now. Weird aqua oh. green water. Oh. There's a lot of cool stuff you could do with that. Have you two involved somehow? That was U 2s That's right. Where they had their little uh, concert and several spray people mentioned it. Laughing Sal with the cackle. Laughing Sal with the cackle. Well, that's a terrifying Halloween. <laughs> I know option. that would be a really so. Terrifying. Is this so? Is the idea that it's one person's costume? It can be anything. I think if we do the Trans Bay Parkway, which I'm kind of against, because I think it's it's a horizontal costume. It's the wrong shape. I think vertical. But if we do horizontal, we could do a two person costume. We can do what we want. Okay. Um, somebody brought up Star Trek Four. They were there were a couple people who were talking about Star Trek Four scenes. You're not a Star Trek IV fan. I've never seen it. We've already been through this. I want to go as a native San Franciscan and just say that everything was better five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But what from that movie? Star Trek IV... we could it could be the punk on the bus and Spock oh. in the Muni bus. I mean, you could do a lot of different things. You could that'd be awesome. You Kirk could be... crossing the street in the taxi cab, double dumbass on you. I mean, there, there's a few different. Oh things no, you're you right. Star Trek. Yeah. You could just be the Golden Gate Bridge getting destroyed in nine hundred different pieces of cinema. You can be lifted by Magneto in X Men Three. You can be eaten by the monster in Pacific Rim. Well, that sounds daunting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's it. I mean, we have a build team. I think my favorite comment. 
on Twitter yesterday was a lot of people were suggesting Sutro Tower and Burrito Justice weighed in and said that's hard for any normally proportioned person to pull off because it's so tall and skinny. And he tagged Scott Wiener to see if he would be Sutro Tower. I think well, Scott, Scott Wiener, Wiener would is wear. kind of Sutro Tower proportion. He would wear our Sutro Tower. We could just not tell him and make the costume <laughs> for him. He's kind of already Slender Man proportion. Like he could just go with that as a costume too. There's a movie coming out if he doesn't want to do Sutro. I say we get local politicians in this too. That's a good idea. I want to go as Diane Feinstein's beau from her mayoral years. <laughs> her beau. <laughs> beau. <laughs> Do you remember Diane Feinstein's beau? That was a Vividly. big deal for, for yeah. me as a kid. I don't know what you're talking about. Who was her beau? Diane Feinstein. No, she had a beau. Oh, sure. I thought you were saying like a boyfriend. Oh, like a boyfriend? No, B-O-W no, no let's, not start that. <laughs> let's not start that rumor. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. So I'm going to name just a bunch of things here. We've named some of them. And then we got to pick three or four. Um, so Millennium Tower, Trans Bay Center Plaza, whatever it's called, and it's at Villain Court Fountain, Star Trek Four, whatever. I can already tell Heather's going to veto that. Boo. Laughing Sal, a green, to- a green toilet kiosk, Coit Tower, All Star Burger. There were a couple people like Happy Donuts and All Star Burger, um, Tommy's Joint, Red's Java House, some local institution like that, and uh, Old School Doggy Diner. And Sutro and Millennium Tower got a lot of play. A lot of yeah. people were, sh- were. I think those two have to be on our final four. Yeah. I'm going to say Sutro is a very strong one for me. And I'm responding in a little bit of anxiety to Laughing Sal, but I think that's a good idea for Halloween. We want people to be a little afraid. Yeah. What about clam chowder and a sourdough bowl? I have I got pooped on by a, a <laughs> I know bird you, while you eating that. You have PTSD. So I, I get PTSD. it, but I'm just throwing it out there. I'm, I'm moving a little away from okay. building. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's it's in the it's it vein. How about right. an old school muni driver just saying, "Excuse me, I'm on my break." I'm on my break. <laughs> Not a cable car that didn't come up. No, and I. It's too. That's actually too common. I was maybe. pushing it. I don't. I want to do something that's like fun and entertaining where people go, oh, not like, so I think like Coit Tower, Transamerica Pyramid, Cable Car, those are kind of too obvious. obvious. I want something sort of clever and and with moving parts. Um, So like nobody's done the Justin Herman Plaza Fountain and you could do a lot of cool things with that. True. yeah, so I mean, I, I just something that Laughing Sal, I like that, except if we make the perfect Laughing Sal costume, it will look like Laughing Sal. And it will terrify small children. It will terrify small <laughs> and children. And me, by the way. Laughing Sal is like one of my fears, but I'm, you know, I'm attracted to the fear that it's, it, Laughing Sal's kind of our it, let's face it. That's yes. true. Yeah. But I didn't think about it that way. Laughing Sal lives in the sewer and oh, every seven yeah. years feasts on children. Um, <laughs> let's start that rumor right now. It's Halloween. We hey guys, did you hear the, the one Einstein about Laughing Sal? <laughs> All right. So Millennium Tower's in. Yes. Sutro Tower in. in. That's and we not can... on my top yet, but I could be convinced. Okay. Sutro Tower to it me really is. It just seems easy. It's so San Francisco. It is so San And it's really something you've had to live here and know San Francisco and love San Francisco to love Sutro Tower. Any tourist can love Coit, but Sutro, I mean, that's for us. I mean, I like Sutro because you can bring Carl the Fog in. Yes. Yeah. So I, that's a selling point. I just see it being a great drag opportunity, too, an incredible headdress for Sutro Tower, and you can have layers of feather boas as Carl the Fog, all in gray. 
I think drag sutro. It's sutro and drag. Gender non-conforming sutro. Does sutro have a gender? I don't know. Well, Carl apparently. Well, well, yeah. We don't know if Carl, what, how Carl the Fog identifies other than his vapor. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if Sutra does either. You know, it's San Francisco in 2018. I'm going to say let's ask the pronoun and then we'll go from there. Only in San Francisco do we ask the Fog which pronoun he or she prefers. <laughs> I think, too, like if it's Sutro, there's little things you can twist you can do with all these. Like with Sutro, you could find some old commercials that were on KBHK and have a little soundtrack with like 70s and 80s Bay Area commercials. Stuff like that. I mean, there's little things we can do. All right. I like that. So Sutro, have we got you on Sutro? Yes. Oh, it should be on the list. Uh, it's on the list. I think it should be I, on, the on the list. list. I would like to add to Millennium Tower and say that there would be extra credit if somebody was able to build the terminal next to it in some way, like as maybe a pull-along accessory. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Like, like a little dog. red wagon like trans little, yeah, bay terminal. Exactly, with a little park on top and you know a bunch of cracks on the beams. Okay. We got to make this, but I like that. Well, you I have like to make this. I have to supervise. Make <laughs> yeah, it work. Delegate. Get it done. Make it so. <laughs> okay. So we've got two. Uh, nominations for third and fourth. Well, it sounds like Laughing Sal has been nominated. I think Laughing Sal has definitely been nominated. I may regret this, by the way, because I may not even be able to be in the room with the Laughing Sal costume. It's, <laughs> laughing Sal scares me so much. Uh Villain Court Fountain, yay or nay? I actually like it as a piece of architecture, so help me for saying that in a podcast. So I would like to go for a yay on that one. You guys are silent. Well, I'm thinking. I think like does Brutalism it need more so than in. one per like like? Can you pull it off with one person, or does it have to be like a group costume? Which, of course, could be. It you could be either. Yeah. I'm going to say you could pull it off with one. You could build sort of the whole villain court structure around somebody. And it have doesn't just have kind of to be around. the exact doesn't. proportions. It no, could no, just no. be all the weird cubes That's all over true. the person. Or, like, as we said, we could have multiple. We could have, like, four people be the villain court fountain and come together kind of like Voltron. Like Yes. Uh-huh. So, another possibility. I like... I like how many different iterations there could be of this. I I think you're being ambitious if we choose this one. I like ambitious. All right. You're being ambitious. <laughs> well, no, no I, I I was solicited for my leadership abilities, All right. Jill. You're the one with the glue gun. You don't want to see you don't want to see me. <laughs> I know with that's the glue gun. why I'm scared. Let's come back to it. All right. Um, okay. What about Doggy Diner head? Doggy Diner the head, I, there's that dude who brings the heads to all the parades. So I feel like Doggy Diner's sort of been done. Done. Yeah. yeah. If we did the actual diner, that we might th- be. Yeah. Lend we haven't talked better. about Salesforce Tower. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Okay. Bring it up. Well, only, I mean, just because it's like the newest icon and, and it's I'm so not, huge. And it's huge. And I mean, you know, you could do stuff with the top where there's. You I know. bet you could get the Jim Campbell to do that. something for the costume, quite frankly. He's around, right? <laughs> Who's that? Jim Campbell, I bet, would probably help you do something to the top of it to make it look like his installation. And you could have all the people in the very top story because he's opened it up to the public. I'm kind of partial to sort of the iconic public-ish, you know, 
that have been around a really long time rather than some company's tower. But this is an opportunity to anoint a new landmark. I will, well, this is I will true. be devil's advocate there. All right. Yeah, and I, I feel like part of me really wants to do Millennium Tower because it'll be funny. Um, and part of me is like, that's kind of... There are people living of, in that. That is a little bit of a, of a difficult one to fully determine the taste level on, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it is, it is kind of a good joke. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like I whoever like is in the costume has to lean. You know, time. though, that I I'm going to be in the windows. The least falling. of the residents' concerns <laughs> is that the Chronicle made a Halloween costume. You out know, of though, <laughs> that I will be at some gala soon, and somebody who lives in the Millennium Tower that goes to one of these things will say, Yeah, I thought that Halloween costume was real funny. Bravo. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll say, You're welcome. You're welcome. And I will say, You're welcome. And I'll say, I, it, it wasn't my costume, I was just the facilitator. And you could have, like, Joe Montana. We're oh my God! Montana. With a little tiny sixteen jersey character peeking out a window. Yeah. Okay. Millennium Tower's in. Let's, let's <laughs> it's totally Millennium in. Tower's it has in. to be in. So Millennium Tower, Sutro, Laughing Sal, Villain Court Fountain. I'm more partial Salesforce. to Salesforce than Villain Court, but that's just me. I'm only one vote. All right, you guys break it. Heather so, and I are oh, fighting so, again. so I. <laughs> I I would we didn't bring it up we mentioned them but um, Transamerica Pyramid and Coit Tower I'm eliminating those that's my opinion Agreed. just because they're yeah. been there done that yeah, yeah too old school yeah I mean we have why don't like, we have five in the vote let's have so five it'll in be the vote. sales it's a Twitter vote we can only have four that's max yeah oh. uh, at Jack why can't we have five <laughs> all right. If we, Millennium. We have, we have two sure. towers. Millennium and Sutra. We have two towery things. Laughing Sal, it's it. We have two non towery things. I give up on Villain Court Fountain, even though it's brilliant in execution. And brutalism is so in this year. That would have been like John King would have done a whole collaboration with us yeah. on talking about that, I bet. <laughs> All right. Well, so if you guys are insistent, I mean. No one's insisting. You get you give up villain court and we'll give up Salesforce. <laughs> all right, is that all right, Heather? Is this going to cause a problem because we have to work together like every day for the next year? Yeah, and look, while I facilitate, I don't want there to be any conflict between the yeah. the uh, worker team. Have have a fortune cookie. Think on it. Okay, so cookie. we have Sutro, Millennium, Laughing Sal, and it's it. Yeah. Okay. Final four. Final four. Final four. Okay. Uh, readers are going to vote on Twitter starting today, Wednesday, October 3rd, 24-hour vote, and then we will announce the winner on Twitter, and then the build team's got to go. I think we have till the 21st, so this is right. going to be like a less than three-week build. Um, we're going to get a couple more people. I don't want to announce that on the podcast because it involves talking to some people's editors, and this is a touchy subject saying, hey... I know you're working on some other stuff, but we need you to come and build a It's It for... (laughs) We're holding the powerful accountable, but can you come and take some time off to build an It's It? Laughing Sal? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing testing in Hunter's Point right now, but... Hashtag me too. Hashtag could you help me too build this Halloween costume, Tara? Yeah. But this is going to be a lot of fun. You can follow us on Twitter. We will do a follow-up podcast in the next couple weeks, and we'll have an update before we reveal it. And uh, I just had another idea. What? We didn't talk about a car with a broken window. A car with a broken window. Oh, I'm willing to, listen, I'm willing to make a trade for that. I mean, that's, everybody knows the news that we're number one. Wait, 
and car break-ins. Car break-in with a broken window? I'm willing to give up a tower, one of the two towers, frankly, <laughs> oh for a car God. break-in. I think we need to give up Sal or the Itsit. Let's give up the Itsit, put in a car with a broken window. I want to give up Sal. But okay, I don't mind. I want to give up Sal, too. Okay, let's give up I, Sal. I just think Sal's going to be hard to execute. Oh, my God, last-minute drama. <gasps> there, there's already drama in our build here. This is this is how it's going to be the whole time. It was a stroke time. of genius. Yeah. Yeah, I would swap out Sal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, everybody, I mean, Sal is terrifying, though. If we really want broken a scary windows Halloween, are terrifying yeah. too. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's very San Francisco. Frankly, I'd rather run into a broken window late at night than laugh at Sal, though. <laughs> what if she broke into? Do a we car? know that Sal is a lady, by the way? <laughs> we like, don't. We don't. I didn't Another know if it was Salvador question. or Sally or. I think it's a she, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll, Fear we'll has no she, gender. She's getting eliminated anyway. Yeah, she's getting eliminated. We don't need. We don't need to talk about her. Uh, while we're doing stuff last minute without talking <laughs> to each other first, what's our hashtag? Night of the Living Deadline, right? All right. Is that too? Is long? that too long? I don't know. No, I like it. Night of the Living Deadline. Characters. We have two hundred and eighty characters now. We can fit. That's uh, a lot. I'm looking total at SF hashtag total SF uh, Night of the Living Deadline. And are you guys excited? Super yeah. excited. This is my excited face. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to see what readers pick. Yeah, I can't wait to see pick. what they pick, and then I'm going to get scared because we have to do this, but um, we're going to build a costume. Yeah, I'm a little scared about the build. Night of the Living Deadline. We did all right last time. We were scared last time, and it turned out okay. There was some serious panic. Oh, there's total panic, but that's yeah. what's going to be fun. Yeah. If there's one thing that Heather and I have learned through Muni and Total SF and everything is that readers love it when you suffer. They love <laughs> If we are suffering... When you have to ride on a bus all day, get pooped on by a seagull. Yeah, I got pooped on by a seagull. Mm. You suffer, you get more page views or whatever. It translates into subscribers. And they see our suffering. They, they pity us. And so, also Halloween is just, let's face it, this is our holiday here in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, when we didn't technically invent it, but we certainly made it, I think, what it is today. Excellent. So with that, we're closing with that. Wise words, Tony Bravo. Everybody fist Thank bump. You. We're fist, fist bumping. Bump. Fist bumping. Fist bumping. Woo! Night of the we have our fingers deadline. in the air, wiggling. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the big event, and uh, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, Thank you. this is gonna Thank be you. fun. All right. Thank you. You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to my guests, Heather Knight, Jill Tucker, and Tony Bravo. Executive producer is Fernando Diaz, and our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album, Community. Read our columns and subscribe to the Chronicle at www.sfchronicle.com. San Francisco Chronicle podcasts are on Apple Podcasts and other streaming services. Listen at www.sfchronicle.com slash podcasts with an S.